it's getting hotter elements like like 70 degrees really like 80 kind of hot you know I'm, I'm really excited spring break for me is in a week as you know it in the previous previous ooh, previous episode so I'm just I'm kind of like beginning in the mood for it although it's like this is the week before everything life as we knew it was changed this was the week before where we didn't know how bad covid was and how it was coming for us it's raging all over the world and we didn't know it One week we are planning for spring break. Next, well, the rest of last year's school year, our life changed. 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 Like, I've been working really hard. Like, pushing myself really hard. Not procrastinating. Getting my, getting my things done on time before time. So, I'm optimistic. Ready for this term four so I can be done. Summer can be here. Maybe get vaccinated. You know, we're kind of the ones left behind. I wouldn't say left behind given that you can be... 16 and above to get a vaccine unless you're not then you're kind of left behind but I digress hopefully I can get vaccinated so I wrote the outline of this episode outside like like not in the house like I normally do I did it in a different setting felt like that was that I needed a change. I enjoyed it. Sure, it got hot and cold sometimes, but I enjoyed myself. So I remind you, if you can change up your schedule just a little bit, maybe do your work outside at the park or somewhere else, maybe a library with your mask, with your mask, and maybe that can work for you. It worked for me. So, for for this Women's Heritage Month, also I did want to make a few clarifications in case there was a little bit of confusion. On the Instagram, I put her story. Not like a little Texas accent like a her story or something no i put her story instead of his story this is her story maybe you got that maybe maybe i'm downplaying i'm not you know i'm not like like men slaining like women slaining i don't think so i'm rambling this episode is not supposed to just me talking it's supposed to be about a Women's Heritage Month special. 
someone who I really enjoy talking about during last year's world history. And I wanted to bring her to you, Joan of Arc. When I first heard her, I think I was listening to um, the song. I was listening to Little Mix, Joan of Arc, on their album. I love and love them so much. But I was listening to them, and I, I heard, but I... I really listen in class. No, but you're supposed to listen. I'm just talkative today. <laughs> I'm really talkative. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <sighs> Let's get you into this episode. Five minutes now. I should have been talking about it. Don't waste my time, Kayla. All right, all right. Okay. Welcome back, Elements. It's Kayla with episode 40. Yay! We've hit episode 40, only 10 more to 50. Like a little. No, it's not an anniversary. So, too early the anniversary. Ugh. Let's hit it. Here I go with your weekly dose of reality. Joan of Arc, born in 1412 in northeastern France, a daughter of a tenant farmer who was not taught to read or write, but because of her mother's deep love for the Catholic Church, she was connected with God as she believed he spoke to her. with those voices, she felt like it was her mission to save France. Save France from what? Well, at this time, France was fighting in the Hundred Years' War with England, and England had gained the upper hand. England occupied much of northern France, including Jones Village, which they were forced to evacuate in fear of being destroyed and killed. According to History.com, Joan of Arc. It was at the age of 13 when Joan began hearing voices from God telling her to save France and to have Charles VII as rightful king. Joan vowed chastity which is a virtue related to temperance, to refrain from sexual activity. This follows by 16. Joan's father made an attempt to arrange a marriage for her, but she was able, she was able to convince the court otherwise. And it was in May 1428, Joan went to fuck, oh, I'm going to butcher this word. Bocular, who supported Charles, and she was initially rejected. But she gained a small group of people who believed her, and it was then Joan. She cut her hair, dressed as a man, 
and approached Charles on her 11th day journey to promise him she would help him become king. All she needed was an army. Charles accepted. March 1429, Joan was sent to the Siege of Orleans dressed as a man in a white armor, riding a white horse, defeating Anglo Burgundians. July 1429, Joan helped Charles VII and crowned him as king. Joan felt like they could go forward in their efforts to save friends, but King Charles declined declined her. Later, they lost the territory once more to the Anglo Burgundians, sending Joan to reconquer the territory. She was thrown from her horse and captured. Now, she was tried for many accounts of witchcraft. We know witchcraft was big during that time, so no surprise there. She was charged with dressing like a man, fighting in a war, along with helping Charles become king, and she was burned at the stake. And Charles, the guy she helped ground, he he didn't try to negotiate her release. He didn't try to get her back. Ironic, right? The the very person, a teenager, a woman who fought in a war to win back a territory to get you crowned who's being tried for witchcraft and for helping you become king is being put on death row and you don't try to negotiate to help her get out of it. Now, after Joan's death, she was recognized as a saint and inspired numerous works, art, literature of how strong and amazing she was. There's a statue inside the cathedral that pays tribute to her. Now, the reason why this is such an inspiring not story, it's not a story, but inspiring woman to me is because she was a teenager. She was just 19 years old when she when she died. She was a girl. I guess that's the biggest thing. That she was originally just gonna be probably like every other girl there and just to get married off, you know, you know, just to be wed and we wouldn't hear about her. You know, she would just been every other girl, but she wasn't. 
she had the odds against her to not know how to read, to not know how to write. And it was her mother that helped her gain that ability. She wrote letters to King Charles telling him that she was going to help him. Wrote letters to the enemies telling them that she was coming. A girl that was not supposed to know how to read nor write, she wrote letters to them. Do you understand how badass that is? That is crazy. You know, in all of us, we need a bit of Joan like that. The kind of girl who's not going to just sit down and let people dictate our lives. Sit down and say, oh yeah, we'll, we'll do this. We'll do that. We'll do whatever you say. We need a bit of Joan in us. The fighter. The determination. The persistence. The confidence. We need that. The ability to walk up to someone and say, I'm going to help you win back the country. I'm going to save France. And she did. She did win back that territory. She did help him be crowned as king. We need that in us, ladies. And we need to use it. This day and age, we need it. Breaking out of that idea that women should just stay in their place, which rarely is seen as in the kitchen or taking care of the children. Not that that's wrong. If you want to do that, by all means. But if you don't, you shouldn't have to be forced to do that. That shouldn't be the role you are forced to play in. If you want to be a doctor, a scientist, an engineer, an architect, you want to be a businesswoman, you should play the role you are destined to play in. And one of the biggest things that I like about this is that she helped she helped the guy. The guy didn't save her or help her like like every well not every princess movie but every movie ever where the guy saves her kind of gives me Mulan vibes I guess because she dressed as a man kind of like she did a man's job too all doing her own thing just an utmost amount of respect for her. She helped a guy become king. A woman did. A teenage girl did. So as teenagers, as young female teenagers, who are growing up into our bodies, 
who are changing, who are doing amazing things. What do you want to do? What social barriers, roles that people think we are meant to be in? How are you going to break out of that? What are you going to do? What do you think your roles should be? And how are you going to fit those roles? And if you don't have a role, cool. You do you. One thing I do want to make sure is we help other women. We help other young girls. We all aren't free and equal until... Well, let me rephrase that. You and I are not free, equal, until all of our sisters are. You and I cannot rest well until all of our sisters rest well. This is the truth. So, what do you want to do? Do you have that piece of Joan in you? I knew I do sometimes, not all the times. I could have it more. And if you're like me, how can you get her more? Take what you want. You can do it. You can grasp it. You can be that Joan. Nothing can stop you. And once you have her, Never, ever hide her again. Ever. So, with that being said, I know we took a long, long time to get to the main point I was trying to make. Because my mind was all over the place. I told you I was tired. I hope you have a great week. Your last week, I hope. With that being said, rise on elements.